29th of December 2018, Saturday, 6.10pm. My name is James and this is Slopfest. Welcome back to your weekly dose of weirdness. I promise this week there will actually be an episode. There will be no very bad renditions of Tenacious D songs this week. You will in fact have a podcast. And to kick things off, I wanted to take you to a little place called Sefton Park in Liverpool where 53-year-old father of three, Mark Roberts, lives. Mark Roberts is a prolific streaker who claims to have stripped off at more than 560 events around the world and has said he has no plans to stop. Mark Roberts, 53, has been a performance artist, that's in inverted commas, for a very good reason, uh, for more than 25 years, despite his children begging him to pack it in when they were teenagers. That's a while, that's presumably that's a while ago and now they are full-grown adults whose dad is a quote-unquote performance artist which really just means he likes to get his dick out in front of a lot of people. Uh, father of 3 who lives in Sefton Park, Liverpool, has streaked at major sporting events including the Super Bowl, the Olympics, a UEFA Champions League final and Usain Bolt's last 100-meter race. Quite the record. Uh, under his dick. Can't really say under his belt because he likes to get his kid off. Um, The trouser-dropping pitch invader. That's the other thing with people who have to write these weird news stories or any news story is they have to come up with these like puns and plays on play on words. And I mean, it would just be so fucking tiresome. You're like, oh, how else can I describe? Can I describe this guy in a playful and jauntful expose your dick to a large group of people way? The trouser-dropping pitch invader has also stripped off at the dog show Crufts, the 2011 Turner Prize, and the Cannes Film Festival? What? How do you strip at the Cannes Film Festival? Is that during a press event? Is that during the screening? At the Cannes Film Festival, it's like, isn't there like one part of this town that gets totally taken over and it's just all these movies and film people roll in? And screen their movies. How do you how do you sh- how do you streak that? You'd have to streak like one of the movies, and then presumably you would have to streak it before or after while they're doing a panel. Hey everyone, um, welcome to the stage, Jason Momoa. He's going to be talking about. No, they wouldn't have a DC movie at Cannes Film Festival, would they? That's all like the arty movies. Anyway, this guy's just this dude's just running through with his dick out, you know, as as you do at Cannes Film Festival. Uh, Mr. Roberts, who claims to have streaked. 568 times across 24 countries says only 25 of them have led to an arrest. Uh, the skin-bearing sports lover, there we go, more more ways to describe him, uh, who works as a painter and decorator, insists he is a, quote, true entertainer who likes to create, quote, something visual for people to laugh at. Let those words sink in. The guy who likes to run across sports fields and apparently film festivals butt naked says he's a true entertainer and does it to create something visual for people to laugh at when he stepped onto the ice in a break during the curling final at the 2006 winter olympics in torino mr roberts was clutching a mop had clothes pegs on his ears and a rubber chicken over his nether region He told Sky News, I pretended to brush the ice and the crowd went nuts. All the skaters were laughing their heads off. 
I like to make a performance out of it. I don't just run on naked and wave. Ugh. Do you think he looks at all the other streakers? Hack! These fucking hacks. You know what? These fucking hacks out here ruining the great tradition that is getting your dick out and running in front of a gigantic group of people. It's strange that if you do that to a small group of people, it seems to be much, much worse than if you do it to a large number of people. Maybe it's maybe the crime gets sort of spread or disseminated amongst the just the sheer number of people. If you commit a crime to enough people, eventually it's not a crime anymore. Crime facts. Hey guys, welcome back to Slotfest. Crime facts this week. If you commit a crime, can't be cumulatively. It has to be once, one, a one-off. There's a there's a thresh, there's a tipping point to crimes. If you commit it in front of enough people, not a crime anymore. Apparently. Or at least it's not seen to be as bad. Flash someone walking down the street. Very bad crime flash 10,000 people at a sports game, not a crime somehow. If you're a lawyer <laughs> listening to this, please stop. You have better thing to, things to do with your time. And now everyone else, tweet me at Slopfest Podcast. How does that work? Why is it bad for some and not so bad? Is it context? Is it the giggle factor? If someone giggles, not a crime. That might be it. Uh, Mr. Roberts added that the Italian police said they wouldn't charge him if he agreed to leave the country immediately. That's a that's a weird sort of ultimatum. Look, pop your dick back in your pants, and if you fuck off out of Italy, we won't arrest you. Oh, Dad, can we go on a summer vacation to Italy? We can't, actually. I've been banned. Why? Mark, we need you to go to Italy for there's a big painters and decorators conference that's coming up and it's, and it's being held in Italy and all of the best painters and decorators from around the world are meeting in Italy to discuss painting and decorating and we're sending you as the representative of our country. Well, I'm sorry, John. I'm not going to be able to make it to Italy. I've been banned. There was a sporting event one time and I did pull my penis out in front of hundreds of thousands of people. The exhibitionist says he only ever streaks during breaks in the action and never interrupts play out of respect for the athletes. See, this guy, I bet he really looks down upon, you know, someone in, watching a fucking game of NRL or whatever. Someone just runs out onto the field butt-ass naked and this guy's going, oh my, you are tarnishing the fine art of public nudity and streaking. These hacks interrupting the game, have no respect for the athletes, not even doing anything funny. He's just got his dick out. Oh, my God. Ruining streaking for everyone. I uplift streaking, and you're bringing it down into the into the gross depths. I'm turning it into a performance art. Hello, everyone. My name is Mark, and today I will be performing streaking. And he just gets his penis out. Did it. He said, people have trained for years to reach these finals, and I fully appreciate that. I'm not out there to scupper their chances or take anything away from them. Golden Palace also sponsored him to carry out 
perhaps his most daring streak when he made it onto the pitch during the Super Bowl in Texas in 2004. So companies are sponsoring. There's a, there'll be a picture of this up on the website, slopfestpod.com. He's been sponsored and he has the name of the website on his back while he's streaking. Can the company get in trouble for that? Surely they can. Well, obviously, because they, they paid him to do it. So he ran, he ran onto the, the pitch uh, during the Super Bowl in Texas. Mr. Roberts, who planned the streak for a year. This guy delves deep on the streak. Everyone else out here, it's a spur-of-the-moment thing. You're drunk with your mates watching the Broncos play a game, and you're like, oh, Darren, get a load of this. I'm going to, oh, what's he doing? I'm going to streak. I'm going to do it. Ah, crazy. Crazy spur-of-the-moment. Not, not Roberts over here. A solid 365 days of penal planning went into this streak. This hot streak. Mr. Roberts, who planned the streak for a year, wrote to the NFL and asked them to send him a referee outfit he would later use to fool security guards. Why would they send that to him? Hi, yes. A fan of your wonderful sport. Hello, NFL headquarters. Yes, my name is... Mark Roberts, and I'm a fan of the National Football League. I think that's what it stands for. I'm obviously not, I'm obviously very up on my sports. I'm a fan of the football. And I, for one, see personally why everyone tunes in. Every Super Bowl, it's very interesting. Can I get one of your referee outfits, please? Yeah, sure, we'll send you one. Nothing good can come from. Hello, yes. No, I know I've called triple zero, but it's not an emergency. I'm just hoping to speak to whoever is in charge of police uniforms, please. Would like to get my hands on one. Not for any nefarious reasons. You can't see, but I'm winking over the phone. I just want one. How do you just get... How do you just call up and they go, yeah, sure. Are you a ref? No. Well, then no. You don't get one. The dedicated nudist. See, more more ways of describing this fucking dude. The dedicated nudist then handed the garment over to a seamstress who altered the clothes for him so they are so they would be easy to rip off. The exhibitionist flew out to Texas with a friend, and the pair had front row seats at the Reliant Stadium. Mr. Roberts, who had his tailor <laughs> Mr. Roberts, who had his tailor-made referee outfit on under his clothes, was able to make it onto the field during a break in the game. He said it got to the middle of the... This article is littered with spelling mistakes. He said, I got to the middle of the football pitch just before the guy's... Just before the guy was going to kick the ball, Mr. Roberts... Then it just goes on to another event that he streaked. So he just ran out onto the, the pitch before they kicked the ball and he was like, Hello everyone, I'm your referee today. Or am I? Sexy referee time. Here's my dick. Mr. Roberts' first streak was at the Hong Kong Sevens Rugby Tournament in 1993. He said it was the most... He said, quote, It was the most liberating experience of my life. I felt euphoria from running naked in front of 65,000 people and knowing I had the bottle to do it. The reaction from the crowd will live with me forever. That's why I'm still doing it after 25 years. Isn't that a little bit... Look, we want to tear things up. Tear things up. We want to build things up, not tear them down. But we also want to understand. 
want to get in the mind of these people and understand what exactly they were thinking and what what's going on. This dude is getting fucking juiced off of what the 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 knowledge that sixty five thousand people can see his ding. Hello, sixty five thousand people. Here is my ding, and also here are my plums. Thank you very much. This is the most euphoric... I would just like to say to everyone out there in 65,000 people tonight who can currently see my ding and my plums, this is the most euphoric experience of my life. And this current moment will live with me forever. I will now take a moment to gaze upon all of your faces one by one, and each of them will be burned into my memory forever. And frequently throughout my life, I will look back on this moment and think about this. All 65,000 of you staring at my ding and my plum plums. Thank you, everyone. Also, here's my bum. Euphoric. The most euphoric experience of his life. So, I mean, isn't this the type of stuff that... that, uh, Is it progressing somewhere? Are these warning signs? Should we maybe not be writing a, a funny little light-hearted weird news story about this guy who's committed 568 crimes and maybe 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 send this guy to talk to someone? And Mark, why is it do you think that you get so juiced off people seeing you ding and plums? That's that's the that's what I that I want one person in his life to ask him that. Hey, Dad, real quick question. Why do you get so juiced off people seeing you ding and plums? Because you said it was the most euphoric experience of your life, and I think that's the craziest thing I've ever heard someone say. Euphoric experience. That's got to be a warning sign for something else. And he's like, oh, my God, oh, I'm so juiced, 65,000 people have someone ding on my plums. Ah, oh, I have to stab someone now. Now, now Mark's going to see what it's like to cut off someone's ding. You've seen my ding. What does it feel like to cut off a ding? And then it spirals out into a whole different ball game. And then Mark ends up on one of those making a murderer once but but in this one he did do it he super did it in this one because he keeps talking about how fucking juiced he got off cutting off that dude's ding (laughs) mr roberts who has been engaged for four years said his fiance susie knew what she was getting into before she agreed to marry him it took his grown-up children a little longer to accept their father's unconventional pastime i can imagine Dad, please, for the love of God, okay, can we just go to a football game where you don't get your whole hog out? (laughs) I've actually written in my will, oh my fucking God. Mr. Roberts said he has not yet picked the event. Mr. Roberts says he has not yet picked the next event he will streak at, but added, quote, I don't think I'll ever stop. That's concerning, I feel like. He, he then said, and I quote, I've actually written in my will that I want to be buried naked in a Perspex box 
so I can streak my own funeral. No one around this guy is 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 asking him, why are you so juiced on people seeing you naked? I understand that it like it gives you a rush. Oh, people are seeing it. <laughs> They're seeing it all. Ding plums and buns. What's this? That's my nips. So juiced off this experience. This is the second most euphoric experience of my life. Do you think his family will honor those wishes? They have to get like a custom Perspex coffin made. And that can you even can you ask a funeral director to do that? Just thought we should straighten a few things out before the funeral obviously coming up this Friday. Um, Mark wanted to be buried in a custom Perspex coffin. Can we do that? Um it's a bit out of the norm, but I you know, I think we could probably make that happen. Yeah. Good, 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 good. When he's in the coffin, can his whole hog be out? Um but then but then everyone will be able to everyone will see him completely naked. Yeah. He wanted that. And I'm just asking you if if that's cool if we can do that. Cuz you know, you know how like you know how some places like if you want to get like a birthday cake made, you can't just you can't just get anything written on the front of the cake. You know, people say, "Oh, you know, we're not going to write that." Depending on what it is. I've never I've never had that happen to me. I've never I've never asked for something so fucked up that someone who makes cakes turns around and says, "I'm not putting that on." Hey James, no, not on, not on this buttercream. Those filth words will not lay atop this delicious buttercream. I wonder if you can you can just ask for anything like that. Who the fuck is going to okay that? They'd be like, okay, yeah, sure, but the price of the funeral just doubled. Can we put him in a perspex box and be naked? Oh, yeah, I was just wondering if we could sort of um, cover him in a fine wax just to preserve him. You know how they do um, with those apples. Did you see that video that went viral and the person poured the boiling water on the apple and it turns out there's a thin layer of wax on it? Yeah, 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 like that. So I want to cover Mark's dead body in a thin layer of wax. And then I was wondering if there's some way of turning him into a human puppet Weekend at Bernie style situation, maybe like when you go see a play and someone dresses in all black, so like you can't really see them. You can see them, but you're not supposed to be looking at them. And they're sort of puppeteering something. If we could just, if someone could wear Mark and he could sort of just run through, and then we put him in the Perspex coffin for everyone to look at his dick and balls. We can do that. Oh, fantastic. Great. Got another story here. A homeowner in Maine received a surprise visitor at his Waterboro home on Sunday afternoon. Police in York County said the man opened the door of his house only to find an intruder watching television and wearing some of his clothes. 
Derek Tarbox, the 35-year-old alleged burglar, somehow convinced the homeowner that Tarbox had mistaken the home for his friend's house. <laughs> then Tarbox reportedly asked the homeowner to drive him to another home in Hollis. The resident thought the resident thought the scenario was unusual but plausible, so he agreed to drive the man to the house in Hollis. He said he wanted he said he wanted to get the man out of his house, so he agreed to drive him home. Okay, that's that makes sense. He comes in. Oh, so, sorry. It, it, uh, this is Barry's house, isn't it? No, my name's Mark. I'd appreciate it if you left. I have a pretty serious streaking event coming up. <laughs> if you could get out of my house. Oh, sorry. This is. I thought this was my mate's Barry's house. Yeah, no, that's why I smashed the window over here and climbed in. Through your bedroom window. Yeah, fuck. Sorry. Thought this was my mate Barry's house. That's why I jimmied the lock off. Ah, oh, sorry about that. Yeah. My mistake. Hey, could you drive me somewhere real quick? The fuck are you talking about? I would just go like, yeah, I'll drive you somewhere. Um, Car's out the front. I'll meet you out there. And then they leave. Just lock the door. And then call the police. Because there's a fucking burglar in your home. Convincing you that... Oh... This is my this is my friend Barry's house. Oh fuck, that's my mistake. Nah, I'll get out of your hair. Could you drive me somewhere? When the homeowner got back home, he noticed that his back door had been forced open and there were various items missing. I fuck see? How did you fall for that? Why did you drive this guy somewhere? If someone said, if you come into your home and there is another fucking person in your home wearing your clothes, eating your food, watching your television, first of all, they, they don't think they're in their fucking mate's home. They're a serial killer. And then if they're like, oh, sorry, my mistake. Could you drive me somewhere? That's so they can murder you somewhere else and steal your car now. And your identity and your flesh and wear you like a human puppet. See, the, the thing with these articles is I generally read to a certain point and then I think it's like how I watch movie trailers. What I do is I'll watch a movie trailer until a certain point. Like if, if I get to the point where I'm like, okay, yeah, I want to see this movie, then I turn the trailer off because trailers fucking put way too much in them these days. So that's kind of what I do with these articles. I'll read to a certain point and if I know like, okay, yeah, I want to use this, then I stop reading. Because I want, like, the rest of it to be a surprise for me. So, I mean, the fact that I'm... Oh, my God. Of course he broke into your home. How did you buy that? So, when he returned home, found his back door forced open, food missing, and other signs the house had been ransacked. Deputies soon learned from Maine State Police that Tarbox had allegedly stolen a vehicle in Portland and then ran out of gas in Hollis. He later stole another vehicle and drove it until he crashed it in the woods. He then walked to the caller's home, broke in through the rear door, had a bite to eat, showered, and watched a little television before being confronted by that rightful tenant of the property. This dude just is a serial breaker. He's the fucking worst criminal in the world. And apparently the most charismatic liar you've ever seen. Because he keeps breaking into people's homes and wearing their clothes and eating their food and then convincing them that he thought it was someone else's house. Oh, I thought this was my house. Fuck. I was wondering why... See, because I made a coffee. And I, was, and I thought, like, I don't own a coffee machine. How am I... How can I do this? 
Oh, I should have known that because I actually don't own a 70-inch flat-screen TV. Yeah, I I own one of those um, Catho Ray-like box ones. And I was like, man, I upgraded. When did I get new digs, you know? How is he convincing these people? A tip from one of Tarbox's relatives led investigators to him and authorities arrested him without incident. He was reportedly still wearing clothes that belonged to the homeowner who, uh, whose house he, acu- he was accused of burglarizing. Tarbox uh, was scheduled to be arraigned on Wednesday for multiple charges, including burglary, two counts of unauthorized use of property, leaving the scene of a property damaged leaving the scene of a property damaged accident and theft by unauthorized taking. That's a charge, theft by unauthorized taking. Isn't that what theft is? Isn't theft the act of taking something that you don't have permission to take? So he's just a serial, he breaks in, he eats your food, he showers, he watches your TV, you come home, he convinces you that he thought it was his mate's place, you drive him somewhere else and the cycle continues. (laughs) Maybe he's just, I I don't understand how that, I don't understand how that cycle continues to happen. How literally no one is like, what do you mean? How do you, I've never, like, never in my life have I ever thought like, oh, sorry, I'm in the wrong bloody home. I live in an apartment building where like every door and floor looks exactly the fucking same. Never in my life have I ever fucked it up ever, not once. And these people are actually buying that this guy thinks that it's his mate's house. Maybe they don't buy it and they're just saying that. They're like, yeah, sure, whatever, to fucking look. Because no one wants to... Con- look, you're not going to confront that situation, obviously. This dude is still in your home when you got home. So it's like, who knows what he's going to do to you? So I think everyone just goes like, oh, yeah, of that happens. Yeah, no, I've done that. Of course I have. I've, oh, this isn't where I parked my car. Now I'm in a stranger's car. And that happens. It happens to all of us. Yeah, sure, I'll drive you somewhere else. It's because people don't, people just, they're not, they don't want it. They don't want the guy to be caught and stop doing it. They just want it to stop happening to them. Look, just fucking take this guy, just drive him to Hollis, fucking drop him off at his at his friend's house, and then we'll be done with it. And then he, and then it won't be my issue anymore. And then they'll have to fucking deal. And then it'll be their they'll deal. It'll be their thing. Got some Craigslist stuff here to to wrap out the show. First Craigslist here. Saw you at the gym again tonight. You are so sexy. You had on a pink or orange top. It was hard to tell, but it was cute. Hope next time we can work out together, lol. Or any MILFs out there, let's have some fun. YOLO! (laughs) I love that. What I loved about this Craigslist was that it was addressed to a very specific person. And he just, at the end, he thought, you know what? Fuck it. While I'm here, I'll do an ad for all MILFs. So this was addressed to one person. Hey, what's up? Saw you at the gym again tonight. You're wearing a pink or orange top. Don't know how you can't tell the difference. Thought you were looking real sexy. Me and you should work out together. Oh, fuck it. I'm not going to write another post. So while I'm here, in case there are any MILFs reading this, I am down to clown. YOLO. You only live once. And I'm here to either have sex with this gym lady. That's what work out together means. We all know it. That's why you're on Craigslist. That's why you're posting in Misconnections. Or 
If you're not this person, but are a MILF, YOLO. Let's work out together. To my ER physician, you were so adorably cute with what seemed like an oversized mask and gloves when you came in to help when you came in to help me on my finger. Your voice was as sweet as honey and pleasant to the ear. When we were done, I thought we would talk again, but instead I saw you standing there without the mask and gloves. You have all my info, so please feel free to contact me for dinner. Um pretty sure they can't do that. Cause I'm pretty sure that's a crime. In any other case, this would be a total privacy breach. But saw you in the gloves and out of the gloves, in the mask, out of the mask. Think you're sexy. That voice, ooh, sweet as honey. In this case, it won't be a privacy breach because I'm saying dig through my file. Hit me up. You were riding in a white Ford Falcon on Thursday, the 20th of December, 2018, afternoon on Westgate Freeway. Very specific. There were some other guys in the car and you were seated in the back seat. I was in the red Mitsubishi. Upon seeing each other, we just clicked. I raised my hand for you when I was taking my exit. Can you please be in touch? <laughs> I just like the the idea of him <laughs> that like the the you know the scene in Titanic where is it Kate? Is it Jack and Kate? I I don't know. So Leonardo DiCaprio was like uh, she's okay. She's on the she's on the door and she's floating. And Jack like <laughs> Jack like starts to a freezes to death. S- uh, spoiler alert! Sorry, it's been out for a while. Okay. So when Jack starts to sink down and he's got like that one hand up and he's frozen like that, as if like ah, oh. <laughs> that like logging like reaching out for her or whatever. That's how I pictured this guy reached out to her as he took his exit. <laughs> I raised a hand for you when I was taking my exit. Can you please be in touch? Oh, please. My Ford Falcon mistress, please be in touch. Oh, there she goes in the car filled with other dudes who aren't me. You were dressed in tight black jeans and a black Merlot t-shirt. We stood together for some time in Coles and Ashgrove. Then I followed you for a little bit. Was wondering if there was some intense sexual chemistry in the air or if it was just my imagination. That's how you want a relationship to start, I feel like. Hey, um, we were looking... We exchanged a single look at each other in a Coles. Then I followed you for a really long time. Was that sexual chemistry or was it stalking? Get at me. That's going to do it for this episode. Thank you for coming. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you for listening. I do very much appreciate your time on this strange... This weird show that we're doing here. Uh, you know, what are we? We're 12 episodes deep at this point and... Hey, I say it every week, but I still don't know what this is. And maybe that'll be our thing. Me and you. Me and you, we just get together once a week. And we chat about some weird shit. You know what I mean? I just tell... I just... Okay, that's what we'll do. Each week, me and you, we'll get together. And I'll tell you about some fucking weird shit that's happened. And then you can go and jump on... You can jump on the social media. Slotfest Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Or my personal Twitter, at MyPixelPersona. Shoot me a message. Let's bloody chat about it. What was your input? People have been sending me, uh, like, weird stories as well. And we do, we we end up chatting in predominantly 
Facebook Messenger actually <laughs> about like um just strange stories like Shane will send me a, some weird shit and we'll just like chat about it. Uh some of them I bring onto the onto the show and I like that. I liked just us just sharing some weird shit and then having a chat. Why not? You know? It's kind of uh just a very relaxed podcast. Just me chatting to you. Then you jump on the bloody socials. Chat have a you know, continue the convo. Continue that convo. Uh, if you could leave a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts, that would be very much appreciated. Tell a friend, you know, if you've got a friend who's into weird stuff, or if you've got a friend who um, on Friday the 13th hangs out at cemeteries or, um, you know, they're into scarification, you know, share it with that friend. Those are the those are the people I feel like who are really going to appreciate the stuff that's going on here. What if that's not you and you're like, oh well, oh well, fuck me, right? No, you're cool too. You're in. And so I'm just saying that like they're a bit more, they're more outward with their weirdness. You know what I mean? Do you have a friend that frequents oddities shops or maybe owns a lot of taxidermy? That might be the type of person you know, that you could share this show with. I have a human skull on my shelf. It's just a replica. I don't. Is it legal to own a human skull? I don't know, actually. Would love one. I'm not going to go up. I'm not going <laughs> to... Of natural cause. I'm not going to go and get one, is what I'm saying. I'm not going to say why I would love one for my shelf. Just got to find me a guy. Just got to find me a head. <laughs> That'd be weird. Um... But yeah, th- thanks for listening. You know, that happens. I trail off. I was just staring at my skull in the eyes. Uh, oh, you know what? I'll put a picture of him up. I'm going to put a picture of him up on the social media. Let's name him. He has a name, actually, because it's a replica of an actual human's skull. And that person did have a name, but I can't remember what it is. I used to have like a plinth thing that he like sat on and like have more info about him, you know. You move, you change houses and you lose stuff and then you just have a human skull, you know, and then you've got to name him again. Uh, but thank you for coming and listening. Uh, I, I genuinely do appreciate it. And uh, this will go out before the new year. So, no, this will, yeah, this is the last pod of 2018. So, um, you know, it's been a, been a strange year. Had a, got a new job. Got finished my degree and then got a new job, so, like a whole new job. I'm not. I'm like you know, went from doing web and graphic design for like since I was 16 to 25. Now I'm doing marketing. It's a whole new world. I'm sorry. I did promise you at the beginning of this that I wouldn't sing. Well, I said I wouldn't do any more tenacious D things. So technically, I haven't lied. <laughs> Yeah, 2018, man. New job, new apartment, new podcast. Maybe an old podcast coming back. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I won't say anything else. Thinking about some stuff, maybe working on some stuff, but that's just between me and you. That's just between me and you. Um, Yeah, message me. At my Pixel Persona. How's your, how's your fucking year been? What's changed for you in, in, what's new for you in 2018? 
what ha- what's yeah like what's what's like a big or new thing that happened to you this year uh the roof caved in on my old uh house this year but the good news is is that it i know this is like <sighs> it's taken like a strange turn but whatever it's my show so i guess i can talk about whatever i want and you know this is not everyone's gonna listen all the way through this it's just hey it's just me and you we're having a fucking bloody chat on a saturday night um yeah the roof caved in on on my old place and then uh you know like just wiped out the couch and like destroyed a bunch of other shit but weirdly enough it was kind of like a blessing in disguise because as that happened, that sort of like forced us to be like, okay, well now we got to go fucking find another place because this place doesn't have a fucking roof anymore. So we go to like this apartment building and then we're like, hey, can we, this happened like on a Sunday night at like two in the morning, the roof caves in. So like Monday morning, I would call up like my new job and be like, can't come in my roof fell off i've got to like get a house so that day we like went and did fucking tours of this building and uh applied for places and got one and the um the whole building filled up uh not long after that so if we'd have just waited until our lease ran out we never would have got into this place so sometimes shitty things happen but for a good reason if that makes sense sometimes bad shit happens but it leads to better stuff uh that's what 2018 has taught me but anyway i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop flapping my gums over here um but yeah i genuinely would like to know you know what your what big thing happened to you in 2018 what are you hoping to do in 2019 you know i don't really want to be one of these people who's like i don't know not like a, a a resolution or whatever, but you know, like you gotta have goals, right? New to the hey goals for this. Keep doing slop fest. Would love to keep doing this. Maybe something else. Maybe another podcast. I'm not gonna say anything. Not saying anything. But maybe. Um. <laughs> yeah. Come come over to uh. Twitter or even Instagram. I'm on Instagram. Same name at my pixel persona. Let's have a body chat. Uh, that's going to do it for this week. Thanks for hanging out. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. I'll see you next week. <laughs>